I'll take a I'll take a pink Trans Am and a brown man. This is living under a rock. I am Tater. And this is Deep. What is going on? We are doing 16 candles this week. We're doing it. Oh, we're doing it. Yeah, this movie We did it. <laughs> we certainly did. There are elements of this movie that did not age very well. No, it's, it's, it's a little problematic. It's uh, a little just, problematic. Just a tad. But for the most part, but, far, far exceeds that other monstrosity that we watched. Oh yeah, this is definitely this a far superior uh, film to, to Pretty in Pink. I can see why uh, Anthony Michael Hall... A- AMH didn't want to do. He was up. He was originally John Hughes wanted him to play Ducky in Pretty in Pink, and he oh, said, "Oh, that would have been so bad." And he said, "Nah." But th- yeah, th- yeah. This was I told you last week. Th- th- this was a way better movie than uh, than Pretty in Pink. For sure, this w- this movie was cute. Yeah, it's it's your typical. It's not very a typical high school movie. Like, it doesn't have many, very many of the tropes. Like, there's no, like, cartoonishly evil, like, mean girl character or any kind of... No. Like, like you know what I mean? Like, like Carolyn, uh, Molly Ringwald's r- rival, I guess, question mark, is... It isn't really like she's a nice girl. She when she passes her in the hallway at the dance, she says hi and like. It's a girl in a different grade. Yeah, she, there, there's no ill will there. There's no like you can't have my ma- or like any of the kind of tropey stuff that you would see in these kind of high school romance kind of movies. It doesn't really have any of that. Which I maybe that's why I've liked it so much all these years. It's kind of refreshing. It doesn't have any of that. Any of those cliches. Yeah, by, this came out in 1984. Those things were cliches by this point. And it, and it kind of eschews all that, so it's pretty cool. There's like 74 popped collars in this movie. Everybody has a popped fucking collar. Well, again, 1984. Gotta pop, pop, pop that collar. The, the one guy with the, uh, with the straight shades. What do you, uh, I don't know what those are called. The Star Trek shades? Yeah, the Jordi LaForge sunglasses. Listen to you. What? Jordi LaForge. That sounds like a fancy thing. No, it's it, it's literally LeVar Burton in Star Trek The Next Generation. Oh. That's the name of his character. Oh, bullshit. See, I don't even know. Yeah, I'm not okay. that cultured, babe. Okay. <laughs> oh, sweetheart, I'm from Ohio. You're hella cultured. Oh, you You're know like... Star Trek The Next Generation? Tell me well, more. Well, la Tell me more. <laughs> you can do math and I find it hot. Oh, God. But, oh. um... BT dubs, I may be a little whacked out. I stayed up until four o'clock in the morning watching Slasher on Netflix. If you haven't seen it, early. if you haven't seen it, Totes recommends. First season is is uh not there's it's weird. But the second season gets better and the third season's off to a real strong start. But yeah, I was up until four o'clock this morning watching Slasher. And then I took a quick nap and then I've just been up and going the rest of the day. So I'm a little loopy mm. jake ryan he's pretty cute he's jake a pretty cute guy like yeah um worst thing i could say about him is uh he doesn't really have much of a personality until like the latter half of the movie yeah he's like the most he talks in the first half of the movie is in the when they're pretending to do chin-ups with the other jock guy in the gym but yeah, let's yeah let's get into it. So it's it's uh, the morning of Sam Baker's uh, Molly Ringwald's sixteenth birthday, and she's kind of stoked about it. It's also uh, the wedding eve for her sister. Right, and her sister's getting married the next day, so everybody's running around the house. Dad's yelling at that yelling at the kids in the hall. That kid back there had a penthouse in his hand on the we're on the school bus. Get <laughs> a fucking penthouse. Sorry. Hey, look. <laughs> it's it. all part of a continuing education. It is. Public school systems. These fucking dweebs. With the jock straps on I, their heads. 
I don't understand the jock straps on the head. Were they supposed to be aliens? I don't know. I but, think so. But yeah, let's. So yeah, sorry. It's so, pre-wedding. So yeah, dad's yelling at his kids with a mouthful of toothpaste in the hallway, and just you know, the, the house is hectic. It's it's very uh, reminiscent of another John Hughes flick, Home Alone, which neglectful uh... parents seems to be a theme of his uh, <laughs> of his career uh-huh. at least. At least in the mid to mid eighties to early nineties, because it 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 was very reminiscent of of the beginning of Home Alone. Everybody's you know not quite as many family members, but everybody's running around. Everybody's busy. Somebody forgets something important. Can't find his briefcase. So all all kinds of stuff going on. Nobody remembers Sam's birthday, so she goes to school, is kind of bummed out, and. Jeez, guys. Nobody remember my birthday. It sucks. It sucks. She goes to school. She's pissy about it. On the way home, she ends up alone on, on, the, on the school bus with Anthony Michael Hall, AMH himself. And this is, I gotta say, this is, one, this is another one of those teen movies where, okay, so the rest of the cast is, like, so much older and... Pretty much the only teenagers in this movie are Mar- Molly Ringwald and Anthony Michael Hall. So it makes them look really way younger <laughs> than they should look because everybody else is in their 20s. Like, yeah, uh, Jake Ryan, Michael Scheffler, he was 23 when this movie was filmed. Uh, Haviland Morris, uh, K- Carolyn, Jake's girlfriend, who was also uh, Zach Galligan's thirsty boss in Gremlins 2. She was, I think, 24 at the time. Oh, this movie has two Cusacks in it. Double Cusack action. Double Cusack. I feel like we should have like a wah, 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 <laughs> double Cusack. <laughs> right? Because we watch so many double Cusack movies on this podcast. Hey, real quick. In this film, who was Robin? Do you Robin. Recall, do you recall who the character Robin was? Robin? Wasn't that the, the grandmother? Billy Bird? <laughs> no. Oh. It was played by Jamie Gertz. I didn't. I didn't recognize her before. Jamie, uh, was it? Uh, uh, was it Sam's friend? Maybe it was Sam's friend. The the one with the curly hair. Yeah, I did not recognize. I didn't realize that was her, and I yeah, love no, her. Yeah, normally I can spot a Gertz sighting from a mile away, but yeah, I totally missed her in this movie. I've watched Twister enough. I'm really surprised I haven't seen her. I didn't know her. Right. So it's pretty much, oh, dude, the, oh, both sets of Sam's grandparents are <laughs> ridiculous. I kind of like Grandpa Fred and um, Billy Bird, whose name I can't, I don't know, but the arthritic grandparents, the ones that take her bedroom. The upstairs grandparents. Yeah, they're they're fun. They're... Dude, I hella related to this. Not, not. We never had family come and stay at our house because just reasons. But the you have the the goofy old people. Like, look at them; they're old and cute, and they just want to pinch cheeks and, and right. They were yeah, they adorable were adorable and suburban. And then later, you meet the other set of grandparents in the very. Oh. Very the handsy, and, f- and fancy. The handsy grandparents. And oh, look, she's got boobies. They're so perky, I'm going to grab them. <laughs> sexually assaults their granddaughter. <laughs> Who spends that much time commenting? Hong Kong. Why? What purpose did that serve, Granny? I, it, it, it's not like Memories, pinching cheeks. <laughs> right? But, um... I can relate to yeah, family coming over, spend um, spending a weekend, spending a week or whatever, and and losing my room to them. That that part I can relate to. That's happened to me many a time. The only the the reason why I relate to it so strongly is that um, most of my family is the very white trash version of the cutesy grandparents, but then I have one great aunt and one great uncle that are just very. Well to do, or as well to do as they possibly could be. Yeah, yeah, this is very much, yeah, first time, uh, yeah, first time yuppie grandpa showed up. 
I forget yeah, his Yeah, yuppie grandpa. I like I, it. I forget his name. First time I saw yeah, yeah, that's a man that owns several yachts. Oh yeah. Like, he wears that salmon very well. Grandma and her giant neckerchief, whatever whatever she's got going the big, on. The big bow and the hair. The Definitely yeah, the, Elizabeth uh Taylor inspired. Absolutely Elizabeth Taylor inspired. Yeah, very, very late late later in life era elizabeth oh, taylor oh and they're looking. so perky she's so like, creepy <laughs> yeah just you know we might have the movie playing that's the only the second most egregious sexual assault in this film oh my god but i digress so yeah later on she just uh oh of course there, uh there's a school dance long duck dong though the, uh, oh b- before we God. get to the dance, we we're introduced to Long Duck Dong. <gasps> Not the Long most. Long Duck Dong, what's that flower you have on? <laughs> I, I don't know if it is the worst representation of an Asian oh on film. Oh, God. Because, I mean, John Wayne did play Genghis Khan. And... Wait, what? <laughs> Yeah, John Wayne played Genghis Khan in a you movie. You say back- that like, duh, everybody knows that. Oh, I, th- wow. I, 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 I thought everybody didn't know that um, about that. Genghis Khan, <laughs> fella. <laughs> yeah, I haven't, I I haven't seen the movie, but I've seen pictures. and uh, yeah, They did pretty, Asian it's people wrong infamous. in this movie. Yeah. But he did Again, get drunk I'm, and I'm, have a good time, so I feel like... I mean, he did get laid, so... Hello. Consensually. So he had that going for him. Consensually is key in this film. <clears throat> so, but yeah, Long Duck Dong. We, we could do an entire podcast about Long Duck Dong. I don't mean an entire podcast episode. I mean a weekly show where we just talk about Long Duck Dong. Wow. For an hour a week. Just to process the amount of... Okay, so... Getty are Wakanami. you standing? Are you standing, Long, Long Duck Dong? No, 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 no. You no, are no. fully standing him right now. I mean, we could talk about how problematic he is for a weekly show for a good several months, <laughs> several seasons. But oh, and oh, by the way, the gong that uh, that happens Christ. every time he appears on stage or his name is mentioned. Who Dong was not in the original script. I, I feel like a lot of the sound effects were thrown in for fun later. Yeah, that was not in the um, original. So some sound editor was watching the movie and goes, you know what, this is a pretty funny movie, but you know what it needs? More uh. racism. <laughs> we need to squeeze in a little bit more racism in there. We're a little short on the racism, guys. I mean, look, when you've only got one minority character in your entire movie, you've you got to milk that racism. you got to milk it good. Picture she has on her freaking wall. That that was her fiance in the in the wall oh behind. Oh my her? god, it was. That but was this, her fiance. Yeah, the janitor from uh, she Breakfast had pictures Club. Pictures of a different guy on her mirror. Ooh. Oh, got me. Can't can't tell. It's too blurry. Oh, and she's horse girl. I just realized. So Samantha was ballet girl. Big sister was horse girl. The uh, Jenny. Jenny. Yeah. Jenny, the one getting married, oh, who Jenny. I totally forgot gets fucked up on uh, <laughs> on muscle relaxers at her wedding. I I'd completely four. forgotten about that. God. But. But yeah, um, and sorry, I got distracted so, yeah, by. So long, long duck dong is a foreign exchange student staying with the grandparents who are really just utilizing him as. Free labor. Free labor. Yeah. Yeah. That, which is white, pe- old white people with money utilizing minorities as free labor. Foreign exchange students. He's using a spoon and a fork as chopsticks. It's so bad. Yeah, it's he has a spoon so... and the spork. Spoon and the spork. He has the spoon. <laughs> the the spoon. <laughs> the spoon and the spork. <laughs> The spoon and the fork upside down and using them as chopsticks to eat salad. It's just too much. The uh, the parted hair in the middle. Ev- everything about him just... Poor this guy. movie is racist. 
And speaking of people, yeah, so, uh, like I said, like, most of the cast was in their 20s. Getty Watanabe, who plays Long Duck Don, was pushing 30 when this movie was... Oh, my God. ...was filmed. He just, uh, he just wears it well. He could... But, so, anyway, yeah. So, the, uh, Grandpa Fred and... Billy Bird say, hey, why don't you take Long Duck Dong to the dance where he promptly meets a lovely Amazon lady and starts dancing up against her boobs. I want, I want to know more about that trope because there is a trope about Asian men dating tall, athletic women and they having just the, the time of their life. Like That's a trope? That's a trope. I've seen that in other movies. Like, yeah, like know, super Asian- tall... Like, athletic, you know, girls in high school, and they hook up with Asian guys, and they are just enamored with each other, and it's just like a match made in heaven. But it seems like it's kind of a cruel joke. Like, it's like it's like they're so out of place, of course, they fall in love with each other. Like, I don't, I don't know. know. I, 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 I need mean, to learn more about that trip, because it's just weird. I've never heard about specifically tall, athletic women. I've, I've I'm, seen I've it. never even, I mean, Asian guys hooking up with white chicks? Who even heard of that? Nobody, nobody nope. does that. That that's never happened, especially not South Asians. Ever. N- nope. So, and of course, who's there? Uh, Farmer Ted, Anthony Michael Hall, who does the most awkward. He is awkwardly aggressive, but in a way that's kind of like you feel so bad for him that he sucks at this so bad. But his come ons are terrible. Hey, wait, what? Um, Anthony Michael Hall, f- Farmer oh, well, Ted. Yeah, he's intended to be like because he's a stupid right. freshman. It's it's, I swear nobody, none. I mean, maybe it's maybe it's done on purpose because it seems like it's in every single one of his uh, one of John Hughes's movies. Same thing with uh, John Cryer and Pretty in Pink. You could be pregnant by the holidays. Like, they're just so aggressive and bad and cringy. And you think, like, have these people, like, it makes me wonder if John Hughes has ever flirted with somebody. Like, I, I feel like he thinks that's genuine, that's genuinely how people, I, I don't know, maybe it was in the 80s. Again, I was three years old when this movie came out. So who knows? But I seriously doubt it. But his dance moves. He's a creepy freshman, babe. He's yes. a creepy freshman. He—it's he, a very normal freshman. Other than, well, no, it's it's a it's, no. Yeah, no, it's a normal freshman. All freshmen are fucking creepy. All of them, every all. single one, no exceptions. They're all little creepers. Wow. Okay. You you seem. Uh... You feel one kind of way about this, so uh, I'll just take your word oh, for it. Oh, that's not an opinion. That is a fact. Well, all I know is, uh, yeah, I was a much better dancer than Anthony Michael Hall when I was a freshman. No, you weren't. I was. You weren't. I could not. cut a rug like nobody's business. There's a scene in here. I thought this, uh, God, it just warmed my heart. There's a scene in here where Joan Cusack, uh, so she has like a, a brace for like scoliosis on. And she has a friend who's the the chubby friend, um, and they're Geek Girl One and Geek Girl Two, and so <laughs> I am definitely Geek Girl Two in high school throughout this entire thing. Except I didn't embrace my geek girlness. I didn't know I was a geek. And so I asked you. I said, "Where are you in this dance?" And you're like, "I'm not even there." Nope. I would have been. Uh, yeah, I would have been at the football bleachers. Uh... Lighten up a dube. See, we would have never even met. No, we we definitely never would have met if had we attended high school at the same time. I was not. I didn't go to. I, I think I maybe went to one dance, and that was only because a buddy of mine was going with his girlfriend, and he wanted company for some reason. <laughs> with me my girlfriend's coming but come hang out come hang out i i I don't think they were i don't think they were boyfriend and girlfriend yet it was just like hey this girl i'm trying to get with uh you know i'm going to the dance with her but hang out with me in case she's she's, she's lame or whatever do i know this friend Hmm? uh 
Maybe? I don't know. Oh, okay, no. I think it's not who I think it is. Okay. But anyway... So, at some point... Um, so, yeah, at some point, Molly Ringwald gets... <laughs> gets upset at uh, Anthony Michael Hall attempting to dance with her and runs off to Auto Shop, as one does. The fucking Auto Shop! Like, hey, she's... <laughs> she's a spaz. It's well established that she's a car buff in this movie, so I, I don't know what your, what your problem with that is. I don't have a problem with it. I have a problem with she wants Jake Ryan so bad that she doesn't stand anywhere near him for more than 30 seconds. She's a spaz. I can relate. <laughs> that, yeah, yeah, that much is true. Like, 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 she's awkward too, but in a shy way. She's like, oh, crap, he smiled at me. I'm going to run away, which is, I mean, if you were, like, Jake Ryan is established to be, like, one of the, you know, he's the, the, cool, the creme he's, de la, He's the prom king. Yeah, he's, like, yeah, creme de la creme of the school. Everybody knows him. Very popular, senior, et cetera, et cetera. If and you're Samantha's an anonymous, not going to be prom queen, but she is going to be editor of the paper. Like she, you know, yeah, she's like an anonymous sophomore, and he approaches her. Yeah, I, I, I get that. Like, I understand her running away. <laughs> but she's a spaz, a little cutie. But the, uh, yeah, the, the, the whole exchange when. Uh, when Farmer Ted follows her into the auto shop, from him knocking over the shelf full of uh, hubcaps oh to awkwardly trying to make a pass at her twice. Like, oh, God. Stupid freshman boys. <laughs> Stupid freshman boys. Like, it was, it, it was almost adorable because, like, yeah, Molly Ringwald could break him in half. In if half. He tried, like, if he, like, got any more aggressive than he did. In two-thirds. Like, he, 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 he was not, I mean, he would grow up to be, you know, he'd grow up to look pretty badass, but at the time, as a 15-year-old, Anthony Michael Hall was kind of wimpy looking. Yeah, but he had that personality, man. Uh. <laughs> he had a personality bigger than himself, I appreciated that. No, he was, uh, you know, he had his moments of chivalry in this, he also had... Some very extremely, uh, extremely problematic lines. Let's just call them that. There is this scene with uh, Joan Cusack playing Geek Girl One, fighting with the uh, the water fountains. The water fountains. It's just it's a throwaway scene, but it's, it fucking works because she's such a dork. And she's wiping her mouth with her sweater. Oh, it's adorable. Like, It really... Okay, sorry. I took away from your your auto shop conversation. No, so... Yeah, just that, 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 that whole conversation while they're sitting in the half-stripped-down car is, is a roller coaster. Like, so she's, she's upset. Everybody forgot her birthday. She's just, you know, unloading... All of that on Farmer Ted. Farmer Ted's like, oh, this is a good idea to try to <laughs> try to make out with her right now. This is clearly and, a good time. Right? And then uh, he confesses that he's never bagged a babe. <laughs> I think Anthony Michael Hall confesses his virginity in every single John Hughes movie that, uh, <laughs> that he's been in. I need you to know, I'm a verge. Hey. Third gen. Also, when he goes... Cherry intact. <laughs> when he goes to, like, climb over her to initiate the sexual intercourse, oh. she she pushes him off twice, and then she's like, yeah, I think I felt how much you like me on my leg. <laughs> she pulls out a pack of certs from his pocket. <laughs> Brilliant. That was... The, the little detail was just, oh, it was beautiful. Remember when mints came in, like, little, like... Mm, like lifesavers, yeah, like little lifesavers packages. I don't know if they still do those anymore. Yeah, now it's just in plastic. But yeah, the whole scene, like just like up and down and up and down. It's like, okay, hey, we're we're friends now. Now there's there's kind of a mutual respect there. By the way, can I borrow your underpants for ten minutes? <laughs> and of course she obliges because she Cause... gets it. Because John, uh, because Anthony Michael Hall has not exhibited any kind of creepy behavior at this point. It's totally innocent 
borrowing of underwear. Look, floppy disks are expensive, and he bet his friends a set of floppy disks. Ten. Ten Muffucking floppy ten. disks. Muffucking that he could get her underwear. Disc. No, no, it was ten floppy disks that he got laid. And the, the underwear, and the underwear would be the, the proof. underwear. Yes, very true. She straight up hooked him up. Like, yeah, Sam Baker is a bro. She's a hella bro. She is. She, yeah, that's. She a pretty cool chick. That's a homie right there. That's for sure. So, of course, uh, you know, like, as one does when they procure a woman's underwear, they charge their fellow freshmen a dollar to look at them <laughs> in the bathroom. I know I would. Oh, yeah. I would be all, I would be all about that capitalism, baby. Hell yeah. That's right. Can we, yeah, the, the, the headsets that, uh, that the John, C- yeah, John Cusack and Wheeze. I don't get what they're for. Yeah, are they... Talking to each other? Is one of them, like, hard of hearing and it, you know, boosts the signal? Are they playing Call of Duty mobile? Right. Like, did they invent... Did they invent mobile gaming? And, you know, it just took 30 years for technology to catch up with John Cusack and... and Oh, my God. The drum walk... He kicks open the door, panties, and then all the boys are just like, whoa. Polka dotted (laughs) panties. Oh my god. And so And so that's where that's basically how Sam's evening at the dance ends with uh, giving farmer Ted her underwear. And so there's Long an Duck Dong There's an awkward moment where she doesn't talk to Jake Ryan because Spears. Oh, that's right. Yeah, after doing that, she uh she was going to go talk to him because uh because farmer Ted had told her, "Oh yeah, Jake was asking about you." So she's like, "Oh, really?" I'm gonna do this, and she's and rehearsing she her lines, and this. and then she, 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 yeah, that would have been some some shit that I would have done. It's like, all right, I'm okay. This is what I'm gonna say to this girl in in high school that I'm crushing on. Here I go, and I'm gonna do it, and then she would turn around, and I'd just peace out. <laughs> <laughs> I'd freeze up and peace out. Can we talk to when the uh? And of course, they have a scene where they're meeting uh, their future in-laws, and the Godfather music is playing in the background yeah, when I the guy totally is describing what he does for a living. Oh, I'm in, uh, I'm in the uh, this business. Uh, I, I do a little bit of this and a little bit of that. It's like, wow, okay. Definitely a different kind of family. Definitely. Yeah. Oh, um, something else I found out when I was doing my research on this movie. So when, uh, later on, uh, that night after Sam gets home from the, uh, from the dance and her and her dad are having that heart, that heartfelt talk where he's like, you know, they wouldn't call it a crush if it was easy and all that. And then, uh, she says, is something else bothering you? Is it a boy? And she, and she hugs him. And uh, the dad goes, is it because your sister's marrying a bohunk? So, bohunk apparently is a derogatory term in the Midwest for Eastern European immigrants. What? Yeah. What? And they use it twice in this movie, so... They used it like four times in this movie. I counted twice. I counted when Dad used it and when uh, Long Duck Dong called... I thought it was weird that they kept saying it. Like, I've never heard that term, ever. Well, apparently that's what it is, uh, according to the uh, trivia. According to the IMDb trivia on this movie. So, I mean, you got racism, but hey, they threw in some xenophobia, too, because that's... What diversity was all about in the eighties? Apparently, what like where does that come Not from? Just like when I think of Bo, now the way that it's spelled in this movie is B O H U N K H U N K. But when I think of Bo, I think of B E A U X, like a or B E A U, like like oh my Bo, yeah, no, like a Bo hunk, and then it's somehow a bad thing. Like I had forgotten they even used the term in the movie, so yeah, I. I, I never would have known. I want to figure out why why that's derogatory. Because being a bow and a hunk, I mean, that doesn't sound so bad. But if it's yeah, I don't, I don't know. Is it one of those things I need to stop saying? I'm just gonna stop saying it until you yeah. fucking me. And I think that 
And people, so. that's what you call being woke. <laughs> All right? You look it up before you keep saying it, making ass out of yourself. Sure. Wow. An immigrant from Central or Southeastern Europe, especially a laborer, a reference. What the fuck? Well, I mean, again, he was the janitor in Breakfast Club, so he is a laborer. Yes. History and etymology. Etymology. Thank you for Bohunk. Bohemian and hunk. Yeah, it's Bohemian and hunk. What's wrong with being bohemian and a hunk? I don't know. Maybe... Fucking weird. Maybe bohemian was a really bad insult in the 80s. No clue. Ugh. Words so then, weird. Uh, so then... So, uh, so Carolyn, uh, Jake Ryan's uh, girlfriend... That sassy broad. Throws a party at Jake's house pretty much without his permission. I'm just having a couple friends over. I told them not to tell anyone. Right. They that, told everyone. They cartoonishly smashed that house <laughs> it's up. It's so bad. Why was like, there there's a... a... There's smashed cans on the side of the house. Like, there's a sticker. What the hell? And there's, like, I mean, writing on the walls inside the house. Yeah, like, they graffitied the house. There's a, a Visa card in bean dip. Which was like, we're so rich. Here's my Visa card and some bean dip. Here's was, my phone in a jar of olives. What the fuck? Yeah, it was just... Yeah, the kind of... Yeah, it was movie trash. Like, I've been to, I've been to parties where houses were... Not really respected, and it's never looked... Anything like it? This was, it yeah. looks in any of these movies. It's just like let's just get Bro ridiculous. Shit. Let's just yeah. fuck up the set and. There was soap you know. coming out of, out of out of air vents at one point. Like, yeah, that's not a thing. That Did happens. somebody take a bath in the air ducts? Right. Oh God. And meanwhile, this party's going on, and Jake Ryan uh, somehow got Sam's number and is trying to call her, unbeknownst to him that. Her grandparents are sleeping <laughs> in her in her room. Jake Ryan wants to eat Grandma. Oh, I believe. Or wants Grandma to eat him. Yeah. <laughs> he didn't. He, he didn't get an answer after five or six ring, and he just goes, "Eat me." <laughs> eat me. Oh my God! Then this dumb broad. So. At some point, the girlfriend goes to Jake Ryan's room, and he's like, buzz off, because I need to call Sam. And her hair gets caught in the door. So instead of opening the door, dislodging the hair, and moving along, they cut this poor girl's hair. Well, 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 they've got to cut her wig. I mean, you know, the wig wig has to get cut. Also, I love that they, how they display that they're rich. These these high school girls are wearing furs and pearls at a party. What the fuck? Let me put my visa in the bean dip. (laughs) Yeah, high school girls wearing furs. Absolutely typical. Fun fact. So, Haviland Morris, uh, Caroline, is actually a natural redhead, but John Hughes thought one uh, one redhead is all this movie needs. <laughs> so, one, one Conan per film. It's like, you know, he, he was on a strict ginger quota. <laughs> and he said, nope, put her in a wig. I bitch, I'm going to cut this wig <laughs> up. So I think, yeah, I think that's why that, you know, that they're just like, fuck it. It's just a wig. Let's just cut it up. Let's just cut her hair loose instead of... But again, open the door. (laughs) Maybe he locked the door while he's trying to call another girl right in front of his girlfriend. I think it was because they're all really, really drunk, so they're too dumb to think. But, like, damn, kids. Damn. Yeah, they were pretty... (laughs) They were so badly drunk, fake drunk. They were bad fake drunk. I'm so drunk. And drunk long duck dong apparently grabbed Jake Ryan's balls at some point. Which is Which was not shown on screen, I don't think. Which is disappointing. Unless I blinked and missed it. And then Anthony Michael Hall is making drinks for Jake Ryan. And it's like, oh. Making little martinis. 
Here's Samantha's underwear. Here you go. Just have them. <laughs> no, 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 no. That, that's bullshit. He did not have them. He traded them for Jake Ryan's girlfriend. Wait, that was the trade? Yeah. Oh, shit, that's right. That's right. That he says, let me trade. have these and I'll let you take Carolyn home. Oh, my God. So, yes, this is a movie wherein a woman was traded for another woman's underwear. Oh, my God. Again, some elements did not age well. Great A puss puss for a piece of clothing. I mean, this, yeah, this is the kind of, but yeah, and of course, at this point, Carolyn's already, like, passed out drunk. This is the kind of casual sexual assault that was pretty uh, prevalent in a lot of 80s movies. You saw it in, like, Animal House, Revenge of the Nerds, or two that immediately come to mind. It's just... It's ridiculous. You know. It's messed up. It is. It's it, it's one of the elements that, yeah, didn't really age well. There's no way to really make it funny, so let's just move on. So there is a bit <laughs> of a character arc for Anthony Michael Hall, because at the beginning, he was trying to, to touch that butt in auto shop. And then by the end of the night, he's telling Jake, look, you can... You can Sam's interested, but if you're just going after a piece of ass, I may have to beat you up or find someone bigger than me to beat you up. Like, he 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 grew up a little in this film. That was literally five seconds after his little incel speech about how women... <laughs> <laughs> about how women know that we can't control ourselves and they take advantage of it or whatever the fuck that he's, speech was. He's a freshman, okay? <laughs> They're slow. What? What did, you do, what did you do? What did you do? What demons know? haunt your freshman year of high school? Oh, Jesus Christ, you don't even want to know. What did you do that you're making so many of these freshmen... <laughs> you, you, you have a lot of hostility in your heart right now towards... Beach, I'm triggered. Okay? <laughs> Beach, I am full triggered. Freshman year of high school was 18 I mean, double hockey sticks. Okay? I mean... <laughs> No, just freshman yeah. boys. I had a little brother, man. Freshman boys are Ugh. stupid. They're just stupid. Like, I remember a lot of awkwardness. Remember, yeah, I remember, exactly. I remember, I remember being, being a little... being a freshman boy and just making awkward, dumb decisions? Uh, mostly I just cut class. Awkward, dumb decisions? <laughs> I mean, I wasn't so, yeah, like, I wasn't there a lot. <laughs> I was usually walking down to 7-Eleven and uh, playing Street Fighter 2. So I can't really, uh, I, I, I wasn't there long enough to make any dumb, awkward decisions. <laughs> oh there were some awkward fashion choices. Ooh, tell me. Uh, at one point, the, tell some me. relative had gotten some like button down shirts and these weird pants from India. And I started wearing those. Cause you're fucking cool. It, it, it was really weird. I had like, it was like a month long. I had like this weird fob phase wow uh other than that no uh nothing yeah, did you ever have it. a weird phase with a rolls royce involved i did not have a weird phase with a rolls royce involved anthony no. michael hall did no what's his name in the fucking movie <laughs> farmer ted oh shit Ted. Ted I'm, Farmer, I'm, but they call him Farmer Ted. I'm going to. I'm going to. Or as the credits call him, the geek. The, he was, he is credited in this movie as yeah, right in the, right in the opening <laughs> credits you, as the geek. Oh my god, fuck you, John Hughes. <laughs> so anyway, so yeah, so he trades. So Jake trades his girlfriend for Sam's underwear. And and then because uh, Farmer Ted can't drive a stick, it was like, here, take her home in my dad's Rolls, Rolls Royce. Right. To which he uh, replies, no. <laughs> and then gets in the car. And then catches a glimpse of her underwear. That was a body double, by the way. FYI. How much research did you do? Did you read a book about this movie? Nope, just the IMDb page. Buster, oh. sit down. Also in the uh, also in the shower scene uh, when she was topless. Also, yep. also a body double. Oh my gosh! So, so much doublage. So there are no Haviland Morris boobs in this movie. Sorry to ruin all y'all's childhoods. Um, 
So, of course, uh, yeah, like, he does what anybody would do when you when you end up with the prom queen in a, um, and a Rolls Royce. You take it to your buddies so they can take pictures. And uh, so you have physical proof. <laughs> do you remember that one time I was a nanny? Yes. <laughs> I drove. <laughs> I drove that, uh, that bitch's truck over to a friend's house because she had a, a Ford F5 million. Harley Davidson edition, and I had a friend take a picture of me sitting in that truck, and that scene maybe reminded me of that moment in my life. By the way, I am a terrible nanny, just letting you know. Oh, God. But not gonna lie, NGL, I probably would have done the same thing. Yeah? Yeah, I absolutely would want proof that... I was driving a Rolls Royce, A, and that I'd hooked up with the prom queen. Because there's no way they're going to believe him. There's yeah, no he, he, had, he had to go over there and be like, dude, I mean, picks or it didn't happen, right? That's the phrase. That's literally where the, the phrase comes from this fucking movie. Th- this movie, I think. I, I'm I, pretty sure. Th- th- this movie predicted lots of things about our future. Oh my god, so many. <laughs> There's a scene where they're pulling uh, John Cusack and his nerd buddy out of a car, out of the trunk of a car. First of all, the... <laughs> the very okay, gingerly. Like, very, I, I think like, they became sweetly. friends. Like, yeah, they were definitely buddies. Just not good enough buddies because, to let them ride the backseat. Well, they did the knock over those guys' beer pyramid. I mean... Well, Farmer fair, Ted knocked fair. it over and blamed it on them. But they, it seemed like they ended up, uh, you know, friends by the end of the night. Because, yeah, they pulled them very gingerly out of the trunk. This, so John Cusack... And, they and lift, took them home. The, John, they left John Cusack out of the car just fine. The second nerd, like, scoots over a little bit to make it easier for them. Like, doesn't try to get out of the car. Just scoots over and just looks up so innocently. It's just <laughs> like, you can lift me now, sir. So fucking funny. But it reminded me of like I'm like what a what a weird scene to include. But there was this one time the guy the guy put a guy in a trunk <laughs> with with my sister from another mister. We put a guy in a trunk and I remember feeling like a like a badass. Not a badass, just it was like the one cool moment in my life was I had a guy in the trunk. He was alive. He survived. It was fine. But it reminded me of that moment in my life as well. Yeah. And even the meathead jocks in this movie, like, yeah, they don't beat the shit out of John Cusack and the Wheeze. They're just... Okay. <laughs> yeah. They literally just... Out, they literally just, yeah, now. drop them off and take off. And a good Presumably, day to you. Presumably to go drink and drive some more. I mean, a lot of 80s. drinking and driving in this movie. Not enough. Really. I mean, it, I mean, it was the early eighties. It was, you know, I, I think the Mad Mothers were only slightly miffed at this point. So, did you hear fireworks just now? Uh, yeah. I'm gonna a murder. Of times. Aw, beach. Y'all better keep an eye on the news. Bored rednecks. I'm going to be in California the is closing back up again, so... For straight up murder. Are, oh, shit! They rednecks are bored. I just... They mentioned that on the radio, I think, after shock got canceled, but now I'm getting sidetracked. So then, Anthony Michael Hall is cruising around town with Little Miss... Oh. Fancy Pants. Dude, I... I yeah, I, I, I love Carolyn in this movie. For some reason, I pictured... Uh, I, I, like... I watched this movie when I was younger, and I, I thought I remembered her being more of, like, a mean girl. You know, being more of, like, you know, a bitch. She she really wasn't. She was... Again, I say this. I mean, I, I already said this earlier in the podcast, but, yeah, she was pretty... Cr- <laughs> but my favorite part was, uh, now we're both on the pill when she... Oh, yeah. <laughs> he thinks he's he, she's giving him mints or something, and then... She, she gives him one of her birth control pills. Which reminds me of another funny story from my life. My brother stole Vicodin from me once, and I told him it was laced with estrogen because it helped with my cramps and that he was going to start growing breasts, and he was pissed, <laughs> so mad. So my mother 
ripped my ass because he was upset. It was so fucking worth it. He didn't rip his ass because he stole your Vicodin. He, oh, no. God, no. <laughs> she probably stole it later, too. It was fine. But she was bawling. Like, why would you steal a woman's Vicodin? It has estrogen in it, you idiot. Oh, my God. Sorry. I, oh. Uh, that little dork. Oh, cute. <laughs> So that was, yeah, so that was, uh, like most movies, okay, that evening would be the end of the movie, but we still got a wedding to get to. Oh, this fucking wedding. Jesus Christ. Her Vicodin was laced with estrogen, I tell you what. (laughs) Yeah, so her, uh, her, uh, what what, what did, uh, how did mom describe it? Her monthly visitor or? Uh, No, her, uh, her monthly bill came early. Or or something. (laughs) And uh, I gave her, uh, yeah, she took a muscle relaxer, to which she replies, I took four. (laughs) I took four. (laughs) Just everybody is just getting fucked up in this movie. I think the only person that made it through sober was Sam, Molly Ringwald. Yeah. She was the only person. Sam and Jake, yeah. Yeah. Possibly the dad. No, he... He went home after that dinner with the in-laws, and he 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 had to have tossed back a few. Uh, he had to have, right? Those, th- those guys were cartoonishly goofy. Oh, also, the next morning, or that, that night, he comes down and was, like, talking to her about, you know, boys and stuff. He's like, oh, by the way, sorry about forgetting about your birthday. And then the next morning, Mom's like, oh, hey, by the way, sorry about forgetting yeah. about your birthday. Yeah, dad remind dad had to remind mom when he got up uh when he got back to, into bed. You know that's exactly what happened. So yeah, the wedding and then yeah, just a uh, random Zelda Rubenstein sighting. She's the organist at the fucking oh church. My God, I love her. I love when she pops up and shit. Yeah, it's a uh, you know, not quite as substantial as her role in Teen Witch a couple of years later, but it's always good to see her. I like seeing her and stuff. Yeah. The goofiest part of the wedding is when she's is when sister is is fucked up on pills and is coming down the aisle and she is just acting a damn fool coming down that aisle. She's moving, tearing down her own decorations. She's trying to sit down in the pews. Like, I need I, a I, minute. Hey, hey, she, hey, you know, that's a long aisle. Sometimes, you know, you need to take a rest break. I mean. I mean, she needed like a water bottle like, and like a fan. Like it was a long way to go. Right? I mean, dude. And at some point they announced to the entire congregation, lower your voice. All those people don't need to know she's on her period. <laughs> God. Yeah, it's it's probably one of the classic uh, <laughs> cinematic weddings of all time, as far as I'm concerned. I think so. It's pretty cute. You gotta love it. And then, of course, uh, and of course, Jake uh, shows up to her house the next morning. Uh, Jake shows up to Sam's house, like, "Hey, let's hang out, whatever." And Long Duck, Long Duck Dong's hungover ass tells her, oh, Samantha's getting married to some oily bohunk. Oh, my gosh. <laughs> so he's just like, what the fuck? So he runs over to the church where, of course, in the parking lot, uh, Farmer Ted and Carolyn are because, I mean. Yeah, that's what, what, where, of course that's where they park. If you're drunk and you want to fuck, you, you got to go to a church parking lot. I mean, that's what we did. All the time. All the fucking All time. All the fucking time. That's that was where, where I go. That that was my go-to. Mm-hmm. Like small towns and movies, they had Lovers Lane or Makeout Corner. I had the parking lot of church. Like every other normal American city. While listening to Deicide. Wow. Wow. L- I, I I could have sworn it was uh Tech Nine. Could have sworn it was Tech Nine. Mm-hmm. Tech Nine. <laughs> I'll never let it go, Jack. I'll never let it go. <sighs> so, so Jake pulls up. And it's like, oh, hey, it's Ted with 
he's pretty chill about his dad's car being totaled. He gives no fucks. He gives no fucks about the car. And then he has the most passive-aggressive breakup scene with Carolyn that I've ever seen. They're both just like, eh, whatever. Like, we wouldn't She's die like, if we didn't make it. He's like, nah, we wouldn't. I mean, without saying a word, he's pretty much just like, yeah, I'm into redheads now. And she's just like, yeah, this fucking weirdo. I just fucked this dude, apparently. Which I, I don't think, think they actually did. Well, well, no, they... At least they had, uh, according to the conversation, uh, yeah, they did. Because remember, did you enjoy it? And she said, I think I did. I think she was just playing into it because I don't think they actually did. I don't think there's an implication that they actually had intercourse. I think that she was just trying, oh, yeah, it was was great. Little cutie. Uh, Yeah, I thought that was, yeah, I thought that was very much the implication. Oh, my God. They totally did it and they were both drunk off their asses the scene at the end of the wedding where she is still messed up on pills and she wants to lay down and take a nap (laughs) yeah right on the church steps beach same do you remember that drive home after the wedding oh yeah i could not we had to stop at a gas station so you could cut me out of my dress because we couldn't get it untied and i couldn't fucking breathe anymore and well and we also had to drive like two and a half hours i think they were just driving to like a reception hall yeah, that's all they were doing. But yeah, we drove two and a half hours to San, to San Francisco, checked into a hotel at around 2.30 in the morning. I think so, yeah. And yeah, we just crashed the fuck out. Oh my God. You're a champ for driving that night. Thank you again for driving. Yeah, hey, you know. Because I was, oh God, I was in and out. <laughs> hey, made it all the way down there. Suspended license and all. High five. Oh, shit. I was wondering, like, I was trying to remember. I feel like we were really stressed about that drive. And yeah. it was because, yeah, you were on a suspended license at the time. Because life happens, people. Don't judge. Life hey, happens. Hey, hey, I eventually got it back four years later. Because NBD. life. Because life happens. And life then, comes at you fast. So Samantha's like, oh, I have to go in and get my sister's veil because she's going to want it. She stops and talks to the organist. Is like, I have to go. I really want to see my sister off and give her her veil. She comes out. Everybody's left. <laughs> like, I her love, sister's gone. I She's love Zelda Rubenstein. Yes, like, again. Just, oh. I need a drink. <laughs> oh, I love her. And then, yeah, so all the cars take off. And then who's left but Jake? I love Jake this Jake Ryan. Are you talking to me? No, I'm here for the other girl in the wedding. No, I'm here for Zelda Rubenstein. <laughs> Give me Zelda Sam, could Rubenstein. you move the fuck out of the way? God damn it. Oh. So they go and do their so they go and do their thing and they kiss over the cake. FYI, cake was the actual cake that they used for that scene was made out of cardboard. It was. Why? Because of because the takes would uh yeah, the long takes would the candles would melt and the cake would get all ruined, so they decided to just use a cardboard cake. Why were there so many takes? Well, probably because they probably switched uh, switched out actresses because during the filming of this movie, Molly Ringwald was 15 and uh, Michael Scheffler was 23. Oh, dang. So. Uh, oh, dang. That's kissing little, a little kid. Yeah, yeah basically. So they, oh, they had body doubles. That's super nice. I'm assuming. I did not read that in the IMDb trivia. I'm just, those are just my own assumptions, just based on the ages of the actors that had at, to be at the time of, of filming. That for sure. But yeah, so it was, yeah. So that's, that's 16 Candles in a Nutshell. I think it's cute, despite the, uh, the despite some parts of it again not aging very well. Yeah, just blatantly. I think even by eighties, I think even by eighty standards, Long Duck Dong was blatantly racist. Yeah, that that was pretty like, messed up. Like if you if you were to tell me that China ramped up their uh, their manufacturing production and started undercutting American c- companies because of this movie for revenge for this movie, I would believe you. I would believe you as well. You know, <laughs> this movie is bad. Good. If you were to tell me that oh, North God. Korea wants to nuke us because of this movie, okay, honestly, I would believe calm you. Calm the fuck down. North Korea wants to nuke us every 10 fucking minutes because we exist. 
because this movie exists. Is it only be- only because of this movie? Dang. Among other reasons. No, it's only because of this movie. I mean, just confirmed it. not the least of which is our freedom, of course. Freedom! Freedom! But yeah. But so, uh, being as this was your first time watching, uh, watching this film, uh, what were your thoughts? It's hella cute. Except for all the, the obvious misses. It, it's hella cute. Absolutely better than the other, the pretty in pink. I did, they did call him geek. <laughs> but, uh, but yeah, it was cute. It was absolutely cute. I enjoyed it. Ditto. John Hughes reviewed. I mean, I mean, yeah, yeah, I've been a fan of this movie... For the long, for, for, yeah, since I was a kid, this is one of those movies, this one, Breakfast Club, I think those were the two Hughes movies that I See, basically grew, one. basically grew up watching. Where's Geek Girl 2? I don't know. Oh, it's messed up. Further down the call sheet. I guess so. Who's Beth Ringwald? Oh, oh I think that might have been the little sister. Maybe. That's right, because... I've seen okay, her so, in other stuff, too. Yeah, so there's a lot of uh, real siblings. like um, So, like, in Breakfast Club, uh, when, uh, w- when Anthony Michael Hall is getting dropped off at uh, Saturday Detention, that is his real mother and real little sister in the car berating him. Really? Yeah. I didn't know that. Yeah, that's another, that's another fact I dug up on IMDb. I did tons of research on this movie. We should just call Tons this podcast IMDb. I'm pretty sure uh, they'd send us a cease and desist. They or might something. get us. I mean, we are so well known. Hella. We have. Yes, we have an audience of couples. Couples and couples of people know who we are. We appreciate each and every one of you. I don't know what the fuck is wrong with you that you entertain yourself with this podcast, but. Uh... We hey. appreciate that wrongness in you. Yeah, we appreciate it. We're watching movies. We're we're tossing Amazon Prime three bucks on top of whatever we pay them, you know, for their regular service to rent yeah, a movie every once in a while. They got ACDC song. They got a fucking the Temple Night City Ranger. Kazoo Orchestra. They got a fucking Stevie Ray Vaughan. Oh, Frank Sinatra's in here? Patti Smith? Billy yep. Idol? Oh, yeah. The brother, yeah. Wham. David Bowie, beaches. Yeah. Uh, <sighs> yeah, John Hughes movies are really good at soundtracks. They do soundtracks well. Well, so... So, yeah. Bottom line. Top to bottom. T to B. We enjoyed this movie. We enjoyed it. It was enjoyable. It was enjoyed. Well, uh, so you would recommend it. I, of course, would recommend it. Of course you would. <laughs> I might, well, uh, but you, have you, of course. Have you given any thought to what, uh, what, what we want to do next week? I, I have never seen a Godfather movie. Not You've a never single, seen a Godfather movie? Not a single fucking one. Oh. Wow. Those and are I, long movies, and... If if you're feeling real into it, I hear there's some cocaine in Godfather. Is Are you there... not thinking of Scarface? Maybe we there's should. There's a lot of cocaine in Scarface. May... Okay, because I haven't seen Scarface either. So let's watch Scarface. Let's do a shit ton of cocaine <laughs> and watch Scarface. Speaking of uh, yeah, movies. At least to me, it didn't age well. Scar, you know what? Yeah, Scarface is a little bit more riffable than Godfather because Godfather is just a straight up great film. You can't really comedy it up <laughs> like you like 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 Scarface. There's definitely stuff you can make fun of. I'm there. sorry. I'm sorry. Did, did, is this a comedy podcast or a yeah. fucking movie podcast? Who are you, both. Deep Veins? It can be Who both. Why, why can't it? What be is your brand? What is your brand? What is your brand, man? That's our brand, a movie slash comedy I can, podcast. Sweetheart, I can make anything hilarious. We're watching Godfather. No. Just <laughs> no. I, I've, been, I've been outvoted by the man, guys. The you man really want- has taken over my, 
my feeble no. female brain and said no. Oh gosh, guys, we already, whatever am I gonna do? We agreed on Scarface. No, already. we didn't. I thought we had. I agreed on a shit ton of cocaine. That's what I thought so you want, agreed on. I if you want a shit ton of cocaine, you want Godfather. I don't give a fuck what we watch. I just want a shit ton of cocaine. That because was the comedy. Comedy better. <laughs> no, I refuse. Cocaine, Scarface. I want to do Godfather. On this, the day of, is that the one? The day of my daughter's wedding. Yeah. The most hilarious th- line in in cinema history. Hilarious. That, that <laughs> movie is a goddamn marathon. It's like three and a half hours long. Fuck. Two VHS tapes. Fuck you. Are you for real? I, I'm for real. Let's watch Scarface. <laughs> All I right. Like, I like Scarface. Don't get me wrong. Godfather is a great fucking movie. You know what, you know what we'll do? We'll watch Godfather... And then not podcast, like, immediately after. Like, maybe we'll watch part of it. And then, like, forget about it. And then watch another part of it. And then, like, forget about it. Godfather, hour one. <laughs> there you go, go. done. All right, well, so Scar- are, are you down for some Scarface? I am down for I'm some gonna Scarface. I'm going to assume that you've seen it before. I have seen Scarface. Tell me what you... Okay, here's what I know about Scarface. The cocaine. Yes. Uh, there's a there's a scene. I know there's a scene where he buries Ow. his face in just a pile of cocaine. Yep, yep. It's pretty um, iconic scene. There's posters. I and know everything. it has to do with gangsters. I think it's. I know Godfather is mafia, but is Scarface also mafia esque? No. So God. Uh, Don't explain it. Don't explain it. Okay. So. But it's, but it's gangsters, right? Uh, it's. I mean, dr- it's cocaine. It's, it's got to be gangsters. Drug, uh, it's just straight up drug dealers. Like cartel stuff then? Uh, yeah, cartelish Ooh. stuff. Uh, Al Pacino, an Italian man, plays a Cuban man. Oh, this... that's fucked up. <laughs> that's fucked up. He did that a lot. He also played a Puerto Rican man in Carlito's Way in the 90s, so. Oh. It's just what he does. <laughs> oh, he does. So, oh, God. Um, but yeah, lots of cocaine, lots oh. of slow parts, uh, but lots of... How many dogs yeah. die? Uh, I don't know about... I don't remember any dogs dying, but... Okay, that's, um, good. that's good. But every rapper alive has has uh, sampled something from, from that movie, so... Is the horse head in Godfather or Scarface? The horse head is in Godfather. I want to watch Godfather! We will watch Godfather. All right. We may not necessarily <laughs> podcast about it, because... It's a really good movie that I really like, and that's basically going to be all I have to say about it. Hi. Hi. My name, my name is Tater. I often watch really good films and <laughs> get everything wrong and fuck it up and make it hilarious in my own head. Just make that, that would just be a stupid podcast episode <laughs> rather than a funny one, maybe. I don't know. We'll... I would like the opportunity to fuck Godfather up. All right, well... In the future. In the future, but... So we don't yeah. hurt your favorite film's fifis. It's not my favorite <laughs> film. It's just What a... is your favorite film, Deep Baines? What is your favorite film? Favorite film? <sighs> I don't know. Maybe... Of all the films that you've watched this week. This week? Yeah, this week. Oh, I don't know. Uh... It's Monday. It's Monday, <laughs> yeah. So, so I guess 16 Candles would be the, my favorite film that I've watched all week. Wow. Yeah. What about Lifetime? Favorite movie? Yeah. You're going to a desert island? Probably either Pulp Fiction or Clerks. You are adorable and I love you. Great. So Scarface next week. Do you Mm -hmm. have any other, uh, do you have any closing thoughts, parting comments? Anything you want to plug other than uh, Slasher? Slasher on Netflix is worth it. Um, There is... (laughs) I love this. The the new uh, protest is uh, doing midnight yoga. Uh, they were doing midnight yoga. I think it was in Chicago. That's I could be very wrong on that city. I'm very tired and I can't recall. But they're doing yoga at midnight. Um, oh, no, wait. Fuck, I'm so dumb. It was in New York because it was over the... Maybe it was in New York. Maybe it was in D.C. But it was over the Black Lives Matter in the middle of the street. 
where they had painted Black Lives Matter in the middle of the street. So, so um, it was in a municipality within with, the borders of the United States of America. Yes, and it's just a bunch of people Jeez, doing uh, doing yoga in the middle of the street. And the cops, oh my, just, just look at midnight yoga, y'all. Like, there's still riots, there's still protesting going on. And as always, fuck the police. Word, right on. I... Yeah, oh, um, a movie available on Amazon Prime that just uh, hit that a couple of weeks ago. Uh, if you got yourself one of them Prime accounts, it's uh, available to watch for free. If you don't hit me up, I'll give you my sign-in and password. Well, there you go. Uh, Guns Akimbo, really good. Uh, oh my god, Guns Akimbo, I totally forgot that we watched that. That was a, that yeah, was a good movie. That's a pretty fun movie, uh... Very much in the uh, in the realm of uh, John Wick and uh, even Gamer. It's kind of like if, uh, with if Gerard Butler, but um, John Wick and uh, Scott Pilgrim kind of made a baby. It gave me. It's got uh, yeah, it's got a lot of that kind of uh, not animation, but but kind of a lot of that cutscene action kind of uh, just attitude like, with sound effects and and yeah. what have you. Uh, very, what's very that, fun movie. Um, what's the movie where Daniel Radcliffe, Samara Weaving, where the people drive cars and try to kill each other? Oh, Death Race. Yeah, Two. very with a splice of a uh, Death Race in there. Yeah, real. Uh, yeah, so check that I one out. That would the be the name my- of the movie where they drive cars and kill people is Death Race. I need to sleep. So yeah, that's my that's my plug for the night. Um, so yeah, there you go. Um, sixteen candles, y'all. That was sixteen candles. We'll see you next week for Scarface. Peace the fuck out. Love you.